football, basketball, baseball, including a couple of the biggest names in recent drafts. I've got all that and more. And I'm here to tell you which cards to buy, sell, or hold. This is The Forecast. I'm Amber Wilson, happy to be back here with you on another Thursday here on Sports Card Investor. Of course, this is the forecast. So this is a show where we take your suggestions and we give you the cards and the players that you want to hear about every week. We try to cover people who are really hot or who we think are going to get really hot in their respective sports. Not necessarily in the hobby, but we cover a lot of big names here in their respective sports. And today is no exception. So I've got some of the biggest names in football and baseball for you and a potential rising star in the NBA for you. Before I hop into any of that though, I wanna remind you guys that this episode of Sports Card Investor is brought to you by our friends at eBay, your number one spot for cards and collectibles. With the largest inventory of sports cards from vintage to modern to exclusives that you're not gonna wanna miss, and the largest community of sellers, eBay is a leading place to buy, sell, and invest your cards. All right, guys, so let's hop right into things, and I'm gonna start in baseball. Stephen H., he wants to hear about Ronald Acuna Jr., so let's do it. Kind of depressing to be talking about Acuna Jr. right now. Of course, the Atlanta Braves superstar. I thought he was gonna be on track to be the NL MVP this season, and then he tears his ACL. He's done for the rest of the season. It is a huge loss for, of course, the Braves, but also, frankly, a huge loss for Major League Baseball. This dude is a star in that sport. Now, cards on market movers over the last week have been actually holding steady since this injury. They're down about 10% if I pull them for the last couple weeks. 10%, you know, it's pretty nominal. Anything under 10%, uh, we don't worry too much about. But let's take a look here over the last seven days. His 2018 Tops Update Pace, PSA 10, down 12%. If I'm pulling just seven days, this card has an incredibly high pop. So it's down a little bit. Nothing insane considering a season-ending injury the type of injury that frankly people come back from torn ACLs these days but whenever you're talking a catastrophic season ending injury people are going to be concerned that he's going to uh, lose some momentum in the sport so let's take a look here at his 2018 tops chrome base PSA 10 lower pop on this card still a pretty good one though here there's there's uh, almost 8,000 of these in circulation that card is up 14% over the last seven days so here, his card has actually gone up when we're looking at the chrome. So what do we do here, Jeff, with Ronald Acuna Jr., a catastrophic injury, but one that he can definitely bounce back from Atlanta Braves. That's your city. So that's your adopted baseball team. What do we do? Buy, sell, or hold? All right, Amber, we're going to talk about Acuna, but before we do, let me say this. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for telling everybody who was watching this show 
back during the regular season that it might be a good time to sell your Giannis cards because I thought that the Bucks were gonna make another early playoff exit. I thought they were gonna run into the buzzsaw of the Nets and they were going to get cut down. I thought it was gonna be a bad thing for Giannis cards. Boy, was I wrong. Giannis looked absolutely dominant, looked like a true champion. Guys, I was wrong about that. Giannis, man, that guy, he is the man. So let me try to do a little better today. Let me try to give you some better picks today and let's start with Acuna. And here's what I'll say about Acuna. Acuna, obviously the injury is awful and it stinks here in Atlanta with him being our local guy. This guy is going to continue to be great. He obviously is gonna be down for a while, but he's got incredible talent. He's a great young up and coming player in baseball. I think this injury can present a great buying opportunity. The question is, has the market on Acuna cards bottomed out quite yet? I don't think it probably has. Uh, I, I would probably wait. My, my pick right now would be probably hold, keep a close eye on the market. I think it might move down a little further as he's kind of forgotten about as this season continues on. But whenever you think it's that low point for his cards, that's the moment to buy because I do think as we rally towards next season, Acuna is a great player to have and to hold. Let's stick with Major League Baseball. Sawyer, he wants to hear about Pete Alonzo, so let's do it. Go Gator. Really, that's the most important thing about Pete Alonzo is that he's a Florida Gator. He also happens to play for the New York Mets. He's also a first baseman. He's also back-to-back -back home run derby champion. And really, that's why we're covering him this week, right? Because of course, all-star break just happened. The home run derby just happened. So what does this mean now if you're dominating the home run derby? He has a, by the way, he's having a pretty decent season, but you know, it's like nothing crazy here for Pete Alonzo, but he is dominant and crazy when it comes to the home run derby. He's massively impressive there. So let's see if he's had any pop here coming off the home run derby. I'm going to take a look here at his 2019 Topps Chrome Base PSA 10. I'm going to take a look at that card over the last 30 days. His card is up 88% over the last 30 days. His 2019 Topps Chrome Base PSA 10 is what we're looking at here. That was our number one hottest card this week in this week's top five. If you missed that content, make sure that you are subscribed to the channel right here on YouTube. Then you won't miss any of our awesome shows and the awesome content that we work really hard to bring you guys. It should help you absolutely in the hobby. So what do we do here with Pete Alonzo's cards? Kind of all over the place. I'm surprised to see that dip over the last week, but again, up a ton over the last month. So with Pete Alonzo, do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? All right, we're talking Pete Alonzo, one of my favorite Florida Gators, baby. Pete Alonzo was a great player for the University of Florida for three seasons, won an SEC title, won an SEC tournament, helped lead us to the College World Series. He was a great player which is gonna make this really painful for me personally, because frankly, if you have Pete Alonzo cards, I would probably sell right now. His cards are still riding high after the home run derby hype. His cards have gone up a ton over the course of the last month. The home run derby helped escalate that. 
And in, you know, Alonzo is a, a, a great player, but his numbers this year have certainly not been outstanding outside of the home run, back-to-back home run derby win. He's been batting 258, uh, 18 home runs this season. I mean, that's pretty good, but it's not going to be, you know, record-breaking numbers. And I also worry about the fact that Pete Alonso is 26 years old. So even though he was a rookie only a couple seasons ago and won Rookie of the Year, you cannot compare him to guys like Acuna or Soto or Tatis, who actually are like three or four years younger than him. He, he doesn't have quite as much baseball left. To me, if you want to cash out on Alonzo, unfortunately, now's a good time to do it. So let's move on to my bread and button. Brandon C. wants to hear about Tua Tungavaloa. That's what I'm talking about. Let's talk about my Miami Dolphins. Now, you guys know I'm down here in Miami. I was on Miami Sports Radio for five years down here. I obviously talked a ton of Tua. In fact, this week I was on Sports Radio up in New York doing an interview about Tua Tungavaloa. It was like every question they asked me about the Dolphins was about Tua. And my answer is, I don't know. If you ask me if Tua is good, my response is, I don't know. And if anybody says they know whether two is good or not, they are completely lying to you. He had some moments last season. Fine. Overall, though, pretty underwhelming season. And of course, if you compare it to the other dudes in his draft class and Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, then it was a really underwhelming season. But he was in a very different situation coming off that major hip injury in college. He doesn't get the start until the second half of the season. Then he's got Ryan Fitzpatrick, who he's dealing with. He gets benched for him a couple times. The Dolphins found themselves in the unusual position trying to actually win games last season to make the playoffs because they ended up surprisingly winning 10 games last season. I say surprisingly because they were 5-11 and the season before, and then they ended up going 10-6 and last season. They missed the playoffs, but because they were trying to get a, a berth there, uh, he didn't always get the due that he maybe deserved to try to get because Brian Flores wasn't necessarily going to trust the Rook who had some rough moments when he's trying to win games and he's got a vet right there who he felt more comfortable winning with. So I don't know if Tua is a good quarterback, but we're about to find out because that Dolphins team again is improved. He got some crazy speed added at the wide receiver position. They absolutely tried to give him weapons. They brought in Will Fuller from the Texans. That dude is fast. Jalen Waddle, of course, their draft pick. That dude was the fastest receiver in this last draft. And then he's got Mike Kosicki at tight end. That's added to uh, Devontae Parker. Even Williams has had some good moments. So we will have a receiving core and pass catchers for Tua with big playmaking ability. Running back position, he could use a little more help in the backfield, but they did bring in Malcolm Brown. And his O-line, still a little young, but listen, not as young as it was last year, because last year had three rookies on it. Now it now it has one rookie on it and, and a new center. So the O-line's not the best. There are some excuses that Tua could have. But overall, they have tried to put the weapons around Tua. And then, of course, that Dolphins defense is lights out. So we're going to see what Tua has in him this season. Really hard to judge him and really kind of unfair to judge him fully off of last season. But he's a big question mark for me. I am not sitting here trying to pretend that I am all in on Tua. By the way, he had 11 touchdowns last season, five interceptions. He only threw for about 1,800 passing yards. So let's take a look here at his 2020 Prism Base PSA 10. Low pop on this on this card. I'm pulling this over the last 30 days. That card is up 58 percent 
in the hobby. So people are hot onto uh, heading into this football season. Here we go, looking at his 2020 Donruss Base PSA 10. Over the last 30 days, this card is up 3%. So, you know, pretty much stagnant over the last 30 days. Training camp is about to ramp up for these NFL teams. So what do we do here with Tua Tungvaloa, Jeff? Do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? So Amber's obviously a big Tua fan. She is from Miami, loves the Dolphins, has got that whole entire thing going on. What do I think of Tua? I don't really know. You know, I don't know what to think about Tua because he had good moments last season. He had not so good moments last season. The team is squarely on his back. Do you believe he's going to carry them forward this year? Here's what I do think, though. I think in general now is still a really good time to buy football cards. Some cards have started to go back up, but I personally think you're going to see a lot of football cards escalate as we get towards the start of the season, which isn't that far away now. So I'm going to go buy on Tua because I think his cards will heat up over the course of the next 30 to 45 days as the season approaches. Regardless of what Miami does early in the season, I think you're going to see his cards go up between now and then. So I buy and then you can decide what you want to do once the season starts. So from a quarterback who I don't know is good uh, to a quarterback who I know is great in Russell Wilson. And Edward sent us the Russell Wilson suggestion. So let's get into the Seattle Seahawks superstar quarterback. There's been a lot of rumors and he wants out of Seattle. Remember those rumors? I know all we've been talking about lately is Aaron Rodgers, but there were those rumors not so long ago about Russell Wilson. That seems to have all kind of quieted down. It seems like he is at least in Seattle for now. He passed for over 4,000 yards last season, 40 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. My God, those numbers look a lot prettier than the two numbers that I gave you a few minutes ago, right? Woof. Let's take a look at his 2012 Tops Base PSA 10. Over the last 30 days, that card is up 8%, so pretty stagnant, nothing crazy. If I'm looking here at Russell Wilson's 2012 Tops Chrome Base PSA 10, over the last 30 days, that card is down 17% in value. Russell Wilson says that his relationship with Pete Carroll is stronger than ever. The Seahawks do have a new OC for 2021. We know Russell Wilson is great though. So what do we do here, Jeff? Do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? It's funny how all those rumors of Russell Wilson being discontented, he now just kind of wants to sweep those things under the rug, but I guess such is life in the NFL, right? It doesn't change the fact that Russell Wilson is still an excellent quarterback, has already accomplished a lot in his NFL career and is going to continue to put up good numbers for years to come. I'm a buy on Russell Wilson. I don't really know how good the Seahawks are going to be this year, but what I do know is that this guy's already great. And like I just said with Tua, I think most football cards right now are a pretty good buy with where the market is and the fact that I expect the market to heat up leading into the NFL season. So I think it's a good time to buy Russell Wilson. Fade the channel wants us to transition to the NBA, so let's do it. We know the Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA champs this season, but the Golden State Warriors, they've had a lot of championships in the last decade, and now they have some young blood that wants to win another one with them in the future, and that is James Wiseman. Now, he was the second overall pick in the 2020 NBA draft. 
He is on track for training camp after tearing his meniscus back in 2020. He's been in trade rumors, though, this offseason. The Athletics speculated that a Wiseman for Pascal Siakam deal might be a good deal for both teams. I don't know if that's speculation or if there was actual sourcing there. He averaged just over 11 points per game, uh, six boards. He had played in, he started in 39 games as a rook. There's very few graded cards here for James Wiseman because he entered the league and then PSA shut down. Collectors have been buying lots of raw cards of Wiseman. So let's take a look here at his 2020 Prism Base Raw. Over the last 30 days, James Wiseman's car is up about 5% in value. So nothing significant. I don't know whether to buy into James Wiseman, frankly, but it's still, you know, a remain to be seen situation. And we don't know if he has a long-term future there in Golden State. I don't know if I would be feeling super confident that he's been in these trade rumors, but also a change of scenery doesn't mean that it'll be detrimental to his future. So Jeff, what do we do here with James Wiseman? Do we buy, do we sell, or do we hold? So I'm generally bullish on James Wiseman, more so because I'm bullish on the Golden State Warriors, or at least the hype that constantly surrounds the Golden State Warriors. Because with Steph Curry, any team Steph Curry's on is gonna get a ton of attention heading into every season, but we hopefully are gonna have Klay Thompson back this next year. People are going to shine a spotlight on the Warriors once again as we get close to next basketball season. And one of the important pieces of the Warriors going forward is going to be James Wiseman. And so I think, if nothing else, his card prices are gonna benefit from the association that he has with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, just being part of that Warriors franchise. The question becomes though, what is what are his cards gonna look like when the next season starts? There's not a whole lot of them graded, PSA is shut down, I do think there's an opportunity to buy his raw prism cards right now. Uh, but then again, when you go to grade them, how much is PSA going to charge? And when's that actually going to be possible through PSA? Do you consider going through SGC or HGA or other grading options in the future? So there's a lot of things you got to figure out there on how to navigate to really make your money back if you're going to invest in this last year's crop of basketball rookies. But in general, even if you buy the cards and keep them raw, I think Wiseman's a good one to buy. So that'll do it for the forecast, guys. Of course, as always, please comment under this video. Tell us who you want to hear about week in or week out. You can also DM me if you want to. People do that from time to time. AmberW790 on Twitter and on Instagram. If you are bored this weekend and you want to hear me on the radio, fire up ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, or probably whatever your local ESPN affiliate is in whatever market you live in. I will be on air co-hosting ESPN Radio Saturday Day, 10 to 1 and then again on Sunday from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. those are eastern times check me out and as always guys happy investing